0: Doesn't matter what your last name is. <laughs> oh dear it does. It says that pneumatic enhancements have been operated on your respiratory system. Enhancements? Mm-hmm. These are they, these are an enhancement. I need this guild to know that I am an essential part of this group. Mm, okay. Mm. And and let's say there's a water level. Let's say UGM mm. design a water level. I definitely universally have. universally loved by all gamers. It is. That's it okay. true. Hey, I'm Sal. Pardon me. Who are you? Sal? S O W? I'm mildly scared. Welcome to Ereveldum.
1: One more quick question. Do, is this not the common currency where you are? Um, Money? Mm, Something that can be trade for goods and/or services?
0: Oh, 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 no. Normally, most people don't um, handle in conductive metals like this in order for trade.
2: Wait, Daniel. You can make food.
0: Isn't that like effectively stealing? Oh yeah, I'm gonna give you this food. It's gonna disappear in the next ten minutes, though. Woo! Give me that toy. Listen, run out of the candy. Show. Welcome back to The Odd Campaign, Season 3, Episode 12. I am your GM, Quentin, here, and I am here with my regular cast and crew, so please give us a proper introduction before a brief
2: recap. Hi guys, I'm Snow, and I play Snow in the podcast. She is the leader of the Odd Guild, alongside with her faithful wolf companion, Nachia, who is the king. Yes, well, we're going to see what happens today as we try to rescue Sal, and maybe ourselves. Hi, I'm RL. I cry over fictional horses and
1: I play Elias, who does not cry over fictional horses. She is strong, tough Russian <laughs> woman. Uh, re- nope, redact that. Uh, Wisconsin woman from Wisconsin, not anywhere else. Never even been to the other. That's completely normal person from Wisconsin. Loves cheese.
3: Hi, everyone. My name is Daniel, and I play Daniel. I am the resident cleric of the group, and I heal people and whatnot. And uh, just kind of hope today that we don't have to use that too much, but something tells me that things won't go smoothly.
0: No. And I'm Mohit. I play Sal slash Ash, um, the resident screw-up of the group, slowly making a redemptive arc you know, into the swing of things. He's in a hospital right now. And uh, we'll see where that goes. All right. And as I said, I am Quentin, the GM here. If you hear any other voices in your head, do not worry. More than likely, you are not schizophrenic. It would just be me. Uh, But do please be aware of your surroundings when listening to our podcast. Just a quick PSA. We don't want you dropping two ton crates on people's heads while you're operating heavy machinery at work. With that being said, please do give us a brief recap for our audience. And audience, if you would please tell us your favorite thing about last episode that we may have even forgotten. But Cast and Crew, go ahead.
1: I am currently unconscious. My leg is broken with the bone popping out.
2: Mm. And we met a very handsome man with a cybernetic arm. Uh, Yeah, that that's pretty much the summary beyond the fact that Sal is currently. In a hospital, in a communist society that requires you to sell, basically, your soul to them.
0: But my Um, lord, if they do have some fine nurses.
2: PSA,
1: RL does not support communism. That is part of the character alliance, Not me. Felt that necessary to point out.
3: Uh, well, the... Society we've stumbled upon seems to be significantly more advanced than any of the ones we'd previously encountered. So it'll be really interesting to see how that plays into
0: combat because now they have some sort of air rifle. All right. So with us, as beautifully stated, some of us find ourselves on trains and others are making their way out into a street Ash finds himself opening the beautiful double glass doors of the very cordial, welcoming, and well-organized uh, Department of Medical Assistance, which, as far as you're concerned, I mean, pfft, you, came, you came in unconscious, they, they fixed your hypothermia, you're breathing, you're having no problems, all you had to do was sign a release waiver, and you're walking out the door to pick up your stuff. Yeah, I have to go to the Archive. You've got it. You've been told to go see the Overseer in the Archive for all of your belongings. As you walk out of the main street, it is absolutely bustling. You haven't seen this many characters in one individual place in your entire history of the game since the game's initial launch, where you had literally thousands of the participants of the game all in one single stadium this is effectively to you just like almost being back home in boston can i see if they're play if they're actual people or are they npcs you could definitely try and roll a check for me yeah perception uh please perception yes 19 so seemingly to you they are all npcs and it looks like dozens if not hundreds of them are currently roaming about what seem to be organized streetways. There are sidewalks, but there's also a road. And do your eyes deceive you, but cars? Cars? There there seem to be automobiles of some fashion. That's crazy. Well, I'll look into that later, but first I got to find the, uh, the overseer. You were told to go two blocks down from your left. Surely enough, you make your way down this slightly uh, inclined stairway and make your way onto a public sidewalk, bustling with people. Mm -hmm. On the way, I am, like, observing the sights and and taking in everything that I can. There are, like I say, dozens, if not hundreds of people using the various walkways or even the streets themselves, and they seem to be all dressed in maybe attire reminiscent of the early 1900s from what you can tell everyone is chattering talking quite lively you even hear music off in the distance and strangely enough you see some tubes spanning from the city long cylindrical ducts kind of going mm-hmm. to and fro and yeah I, I i'm aware of what that is above that <laughs> even I... you see what looked to be almost flying machines. Ooh, that's great. So am I, Am I, can I roll an intelligence check to, to see if I could put two and two together to figure out that those tubes were the thing that, that Agnes got? You know, she got like a tube and it just like came down and it had like a slip of paper. So she it. got a little round ball. Okay. That came out of a tube. And that rolled down like a metal track. Almost. What I'm saying is I have a feeling that this is a mail system for the place. So when I say tube, I want you to understand that these cylindrical ducts are roughly 20 feet in diameter. Now, there are smaller ones in lining them that are only about a foot in diameter. Okay. Okay. I'll just ignore it for now. They are very large. You have no idea. T. Duct. Duct. Oh, (laughs) not ducks, quack, quack.
2: I I was like, I thought it was
1: part of the architecture, and you were like, there's these large cylindrical ducks everywhere. And I was like,
0: round boys,
1: I was like, do we have to fight like a duck god or something?
0: No, (laughs) duck god, that's so cute. You find your way to uh. Do I on my way there? Do I find a newspaper of some sort? Uh, I, there is actually a newspaper stand, indicative that there is a functioning printing press somewhere okay. in town. Uh, that's that's kind of what I wanted to know. I can I read the new? Can I can I read the newspaper? Um, uh, you you roll a linguistics check for me. Um, I believe I have a high linguistics, so let me check. I, I believe you do as well. Seventeen. I, d- I don't have linguistics. since Seventeen. Oh, that, that's fine. You are able to read it pretty well, but while you're actually attempting to read, you are somewhat startled because there seems to be a radio playing directly in front of the newspaper stand. So this, this crazes me out because as someone who loves music, I, I love radios, True. So, so I'm going to go rush towards the sound of the, well, no, actually, I take that back. I will keep that in mind and I need my stuff and then I'll um, go to the, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that you are going to overhear while you are picking up the newspaper uh, of okay. today, something being oversaid okay. uh, on the radio. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news, you heard it here first. There has been a rock slide after a massive explosion over at the mines. There are currently being carted in a number of individuals from those mines to the Department of Medical Assistance, so please keep roadways and all trainways clear. This has been Giuseppe von Dinamente. Good name, good name. I'm going to message Snow. I'm going to say... Hey, Sal here, just checking in. Um, There was a rock slide that happened. Um, Hope that wasn't anywhere near you guys. It's on the radio. They have radio here.
2: Do I get that message? Yeah, you get the message. Uh, I respond. Oh, yeah, no, we were involved in that. Currently, we are heading towards the medical or the DOMA.
0: Oh, oh my God. You're going to love it. It's it's amazing. They have so many people there. They have all these gorgeous ladies there.
2: Uh, all right. Sal, when you were there, did they treat you at all?
0: Oh, yeah. I have a surprise to show you guys. Oh,
2: how did you pay them?
0: I don't know yet. I'm on my way to the overseer's office. I'm going to get all my stuff back. I'll let you know how I do. Worst case scenario, I... Uh, smooth talk my way through
3: (laughs) end up a slave again
2: all right um well when you get to the overseer's office just please just be careful and be careful just avoid signing things or giving them things if you don't know what you're paying for
0: (laughs) oh 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 just let you know i already signed off for the procedure that happened i'm just going to the overseer i think this place is super chill it's super nice everyone's you know I think it's just uh everybody, you know, helps each other out kind of thing. There's a newspaper stand I'm at right now. They have radio. It's very advanced. They have automobiles. They have flying ships in the sky. Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, Anyways, I'm at the overseer's office. Catch you later. Hope you're safe.
2: Uh, uh...
0: What's wrong, Snow?
2: Well, I like how it wasn't mentioned why they were over to the medical bay. I said we were involved in the... In the... Landslide, so I mean, I feel like that would be indicative for the character. She wouldn't think to mention anymore. I see that.
0: they're still alive, right? So I was yeah, you see everyone's that, alive, yeah, yeah. well, uh, enough, yeah,
2: enough. You enough. just see the broken condition on one person.
0: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> and I, and I, do I actually see that on Elias? Uh, no, you would not. Okay, all
2: right. Snow looks at the rest of the group. Well, remember how on floor five we found Sal and he was an indentured servant. Yeah? Really a slave? Yeah? I wouldn't be surprised if that happened on this floor.
3: Mmm. He apparently
2: signed some documents, but without seeing what he signed or what he tried to trade, I guess, in exchange, he might be okay. I don't know.
3: Yeah, we have no way of knowing because, well, we don't have the document in front of us, so I guess we'll see.
2: Oh boy. And he said something about surgeries.
3: Well, that would make sense. If they found him in a hypothermic state, which clearly somebody did, they may have had to um, amputate some things. Like... Well, toes oh, and gosh. appendages are typically the first things to go. But. Oh,
2: gosh. So he's going to be a cybernetic fishman who can't swim in the water because of electrical components now?
3: Well, maybe they're waterproof? I don't know.
2: I Listen, this is a landlocked area. Also, Snow lowers her voice. Just think about this. We might want to be really... careful about what we say. I suggest we stick with that we are travelers from a far away land.
0: Way ahead of you. So indeed, you find Ash in front of a rather peculiar looking building. It seems like it is taller on one half than the other. Think of it like a half circle cut straight through the middle meets another smaller half circle. And protruding out from it, dangling almost by a wire, is a channel of uh, rings built into one another that all kind of spiral, making almost a complete orb if all of them were not perfectly aligned, but some of them overlap and line up at periods of time, and in the center, it almost seems like there's a small clock. Uh, what, is the, what does the time say on it? It's hard to read because it's constantly moving and rotating and oscillating in all of those various rings, which I uh, previously mentioned. In order to actually even get to the first floor, it is actually somewhat suspended off the ground as it's there's like multiple different floors. Before then, you'd have to walk up a kind of like zigzag diagonal stairway. Mm-hmm. It's really weird, weird. Weird Harry Potter staircase. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, will, I will go up the staircase. Um, Is there any people on the first floor? As you walk up there, you are greeted almost immediately. You go up and there's another set of double doors. It seems as if they are made of almost a brass or a gold kind of hue about them. Uh, and as you open up, it seems like this is a very well-lavished locale. This is pretty nice. Uh, like I said, this gold slash bronze trim just about around anything with a uh, very nice white marble pretty much everywhere. And before you is laid in a red carpet and it seems like they have those little um, space divider stands made out of gold with a red rope, kind of chain-linked to section certain areas off. There is a front desk a little further back and to your right, and you're kind of getting almost a museum feel to the place. This is my kind of place. Not the museum part, but the lavish part. And you are hearing some soft gramophone music in the background right now. Gramophone. And I start, you know, I start, I start swaying back and forth. I start doing a little dance, right? Yeah, swinging from absolutely. side to side tapping my feet it's been a while since i heard like actual music i know right it's been a hi- well so, i mean you've heard i've i mean music that i've played but it's all like it's all like bard music basically right. it's all like tavern um, local, yeah, like- this like kinda, yeah this is like my kind of yeah this is like my kind of jam like mm-hmm. i mean it's not as electronic as the stuff that i play right but like you know i like it so, yeah, I start going around, work my way to the front desk. Mm-hmm. Describe to me what I see at the front desk. So it is actually currently vacant, but there's of a course. small little bell there. Uh, I'm going to tap the bell with my with my finger. going to lightly because I don't want to wake everyone up. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you here. I'm so glad to welcome you to the Emporium here today. What can I do for you? My name is Charles Von Artis. Wow, Charles, that was four... Four hellos. Alrighty. Well, I, I want am... to make you welcome here in our beautiful emporium. <laughs> I'm welcomed. Oh my god. You know, I'll tell you what, this place my kind of place. Like you have the gramophone. Anyways, I was wondering, um, is the overseer for uh Doma here uh the oh, 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 you've got a couple of things mixed around here. First lad, first thing first, uh you're in the Emporium, not the archives. I am the castigator, not the overseer. And both of those actually are not under the Department of Medical Assistance. They're both under the Department of Education. Oh, okay. Anyways, they have my stuff. Yes, you'll actually be leaving here, going back outside. Uh Down the stairs, you'll Uh see a really dingy, creepy back alley. You're going to go dingy, creepy back out, down yes. two floors, past the ventilation past system. The ventilation system. Try not to breathe in the smog. There will be a metal door leading to the basement. Okay, That's so where you want to go. Back alley. Yeah. Seems perfectly reasonable to me. Can I sense motive this, by the sure, way? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> okay. 21. Oh, he seems completely legitimate. That's he not, has course. no reason yeah, yeah. to lie to you. All of, From what you're saying, this just seems very routine for him. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Charles. Um, if you, know, you ever wanted a tour of the place, uh, I love would a tour. be yeah, glad. Yeah, what's, um, what's the price of a tour? Oh, tours are free here. Tours absolutely are free. Oh, no, so the, the Emporium is an exhibition, if you would, which showcases all of the great inventions over our lifespan here at Ereveldum. So what you'll get is you'll get a free tour and a little bit of a free history of the town and city itself all That's wrapped in one. perfect, because I'm actually new in town. I'm actually a, a you know traveler visiting from a distant land and I'm just, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize that this place was such a technological marvel. I mean, you all should be so proud of yourself. Oh, absolutely we are and that is why we've set up this emporium here to showcase all of the greatest works and feats of engineering. And while you're here, actually, a lot of them do have a resource tag on them. If you wanted to, you said you were new from a, uh, a little bit of a, a traveling venture there. If you or any of your various cohorts wanted to take any of these fine works of engineering with you, like I said, it can be a trade at a commodity. That's amazing! You're telling me I could buy one of these radios? Oh, radios, absolutely. Those are actually mass-produced. Um, those were about 150 years ago after the initial inventor came up with them. Oh my God, that's that's awesome. Wait, how much do they cost? Uh, I mean, it depends on what kind of radio you're looking for. If you just wanted to, to tune in to some of the local stations that go through here, you would probably need a connector. Let me see uh, what one of those would cost. Well, you could probably run down to get yourself a Sonus box, just about near any one of the regular fixtures in any one of the markets. I'm pretty sure that most of them have uh, some of the base models. It, it depends on what you have on stock, but generally the going price is about 100R. 100 100R? 100 yeah, 100Resource. Okay, okay, wait, What? give me an example of one resource. Hmm, I mean, it depends on the going value based off of the district you're in. Some places have a, a larger supply of things like iron, wood, food preservatives. If you're looking at it, I mean, you could wager that about a cubic foot of log would roughly equivocate to about 10 resource.
2: It's Catan.
0: Um, no. Oh my god, that is fantastic! Yeah, no. um, <laughs> around uh, about um, a cubic foot of purified iron ingot, if you had the ability to extract them from the ore, would actually probably cover almost the entire cost. Effectively, you're just paying the materials needed to create the device in order to get the device. It's just you don't know the refinement process. That's brilliant! Almost like it's free. That's crazy. I okay. know, right? Yeah. All righty. Well, anyways, could you tell me once again where am I supposed to go for this place? All oh, right, all right, right. So you're just going to leave this, this building, um, this much nicer building. You're going to go down the stairs. You're going you're gonna to hang a right, hang another right, down the back. Hang on there, buddy. So so out, out the door, down the stairs. Yes. Hang a right. Your first right will be a back alley. Go down there. You're going to go about down two more fleets of stairs, dodge the fumes. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> two something of stairs. Two, two. flights, two flights. Yeah. Uh, dodge the fumes because you are near the radiator down there. Uh Uh-huh. And then you're going to be met with uh, an iron door. You want to go down that and that should take you to the basement. Okay, so just to clarify here, uh, I'm gonna walk out of this bad boy place. Right, right, all right. Right. right, right We're yeah, gonna go yeah. down those stairs. Okay. Yep, make a right. Yep. Go through the back alley. Yes. Okay. Go do two right. flights of two stairs. Flights, not two one. flights Remember of two. stairs. Yes. While dodging the fumes from the radiator. Probably a good idea. I okay, would recommend it. Okay. And go through the door. The iron door. I mean, there's only one door down there, but I just gave a little bit of a descriptive, so you had a better idea. Thank you. You're Absolutely. a really good. You're really good at this. I I, I have been doing it for quite some time. Oh my God! How old are you? Um, well, I am uh, actually relatively old. I am about twenty-seven. Huh? I'm just kidding. No, I'm just pointing <laughs> like, um, I am. <laughs> been, I've been doing this for five years now, but I am twenty-seven. That's not really that old, though. I was just pointing. Yeah, how. I was gonna say you look really young. That's, that's crazy. I am okay. relatively. Young. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Down with the down with the young. How do you do, fellow kids? You get that? Do you get that joke? Do you? <laughs> you guys have TV down here? TV. Are you measuring the velocity of a beverage? So that's something that you guys are gonna have a hell of a time making. Alrighty? When you get there. When you get there, when you start making television. Television. Yeah, like like images that move. Oh, so kind of like a pictograph. Yes, but it but they move. The, um, I mean, some of the the motion pictures, by displaying images in rapid succession, have been able to project such things. That's perfect. Yeah, that's exactly the same thing. But imagine one of those in everyone's home. That would be immensely expensive. That would be immensely expensive. The resources I'm in sure order to do that are astronomical. Ten, 10 log, perhaps. Um, a little bit more than 10 log. I mean we we actually have a motion picture which kind of uh goes through uh, we had Giuseppe himself voice over the narration for it. Wow. Remind me again who was Giuseppe? Oh Giuseppe's the the local news anchor. He has the what's what oh, and he's Oh Giuseppe the von yeah. Von Dine, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Anyways, I'll I'll see you later, bud. I'm gonna head down that way. All right, yeah, absolutely. Come back anytime. Alrighty. You want a oh call. um names names um names Ash by the way. Uh just thought I'd introduce myself. Hmm. Just Ash, got it, yeah. Just Ash. A S S S A.
3: Just, just Ash. expect
0: expected more from you, but all right. On your way then. Okay. And he kind of like shoes you away. Okay. See it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down the stairs. Back down the stairs. <laughs> back down the stairs. Make a right. Go through the back alley. Go down two flights two of stairs. Two Dodging the fuse. All the reflex okay. a.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's very low. Uh,
0: do you... 10, 10. As you're walking down, it, what he's referring to is it does look like there is a an outtake vent where the gas from the radiator or boiler room is being outputted. And as you walk by, you do see a stream of, like, white smoke and gas just... Uh, and it is immensely hot and does scorch you for six damage. Uh, but after that, after recouping yourself and your skin literally being boiled, you do make your way down, finishing your two flights of stairs, to the iron door, which was aforementioned. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go through the iron door. It has one of those little, uh, push levers where oh, you, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you push it there. and then you yeah, 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 yeah. One I like those this. little handles. They're yeah. pretty nifty. Um, you you, and you the door. Fancy. Uh, And you are kind of... Go down the flights of stairs. There is no stair here. They said there would be... As you walk in, the door closes behind you. Is it pitch black? Is initially, and then a bunch of lights come on. And it would appear there are a bunch of ceiling lights, which, after detecting motion of you coming in here, have lit the entire area, and you see what appears to be an absolutely massive warehouse of numerous multitudes of shelves, which you are currently on a platform suspended above. So there, you are just standing on a small five-by-five platform with an iron bar railing currently in front of you and to your right with your back to the door and a solid wall immediately to your left. So if I walk anywhere, I'd... Fall off. If you walked forward too far, you would hit the railing and then you would tumble and fall about 20 feet to the bottom. Okay, I'm gonna. Is there any button around near me? There is no button. I thought you were gonna say, I'm gonna leap off. Hello. And as you say this, your voice kind of echoes. Anyone there? Hello. And then all of a sudden, you just hear a crash of what sounds like a bunch of metal objects. And then I'm gonna take a defense position. And then all of a sudden, you just see what appears to be a metal cable shoot out and penetrate into the ceiling, what looks like five giant shelves back. And all of a sudden, you just hear like a churning of gears and a. Uh, and all of a sudden, there is a person now suspended from that part of the wall, kind of like Spider Man hanging with their two feet and you mean their one hand. You mean Lin Beifong? Okay. <laughs> and as she's coming to hang she actually you see her feet hit the wall and it looks like she has spring shoes and she bounces and launches herself to you <laughs> and she is coming like hurtling really really fast since at you. i'm since i'm uh in a defense position can i make a reflex save uh she stops herself right before she gets to you. Yes. And it seems as if she presses a button on her chest and all of a sudden, uh, small air streams start protruding from various nozzles on her torso. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, how'd you do that? Oh, that that's just something I've been working on. Uh, hi, so uh, you asked for the overseer. I'll have to do, I will be one day. And uh, to answer your question, that was a mixture of the standard that me well, I'm trying to remember. I, I don't have it all written down. I was told to memorize this, but I failed my last quiz. Um and she's just rummaging through a bunch of papers. That was a hem and a hem and uh aeravinsulum. Uh, an aeravinsulum retractor. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That, Say uh, that again, please. That was an aeravinsulum retractor. Mixed with my own spring shoes. My own invention, by the way. Uh-huh. And what might your name be? Oh, my name is... Hold on, I have that written down, too. My name is Millicent. Wow, Millicent. Millicent Localis. Wow, you're, uh, you're, you're... You're a great invention.
1: He didn't explain what she looks like.
0: Great invention. So, I don't need to know. Okay. Her mind is a beauty. Um, okay. So she is currently, by the way, just seemingly levitating in air. As you can see, there are constantly little streams and pockets of air which are shooting out from little bronze pipes which are positioned all over her body. To make her levitate, it normally just seems like it's concentrated around her feet. And then as she kind of sometimes sways back and forth or to and fro, uh, you'll see a little jet stream come from the side back or front of her. Wow, that's insane. Oh, that's just... Uh, um. Which one was this? I was—I know it was an R-E something repositioner, but I can't. How did you do this? Remember, you're oh, really talented. Uh, well, uh, not really. If I was, I wouldn't have failed class, but I did. I do like tinkering, though, and that's really fun. Hey, don't worry about failing class. We all fail class at least once. Uh, well, normally you don't. Cause if you do, you don't. What? But I heard you were here for something. Um. Oh, were you? Uh, did you? Did you give me your name? I can't remember. I'm Ash. Did you already say that? No. Okay. Cool. So that makes things easier. That means I didn't forget it. Uh, okay. Uh. So as you can see here, here are all of the rows. Uh, this is all the what we've decided to call stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, effectively. I I try and keep it all alphabetized, but we alphabetize the items, not who they're from, because we don't care. Oh, okay, okay. That's fair. Yeah, I know what I have. Okay, so as long as you can find all your stuff and she air quotes Cause like i'm i'm in this robe and or not not even i'm just wearing slippers and you know it's probably uncomfortable Okay, now or hopefully maybe, maybe they not. just put your apparel under either apparel or clothes i don't remember which one i did and hopefully i didn't sort it by shirt jacket and shorts or pants or shoes. Cause then you could be looking for like five articles of clothing in a bunch of different baskets. Okay. That's fair. All right. Then, well, I will, I will, I will get to that. It's nice to meet you. T- T- I have a problem with names. Don't too. worry. I have a problem with everything. So what you're going to do is, uh, well, no, you the- don't. All right. So right now your posture is too straight. What, what I mean by that is this platform moves based on where you're leaning. Oh. So there are sensors in the base of the pad based off of a springboard where if you lean forward, the gear shifts, as you can see on the wall right beside you, will actually take you forward. And if you squat down and are trying to apply more pressure on the ground, it will lower you. That's amazing. Okay, well, I do, where's the first basket? Do I see the first basket? Oh, you see hundreds of baskets. So it looks okay. like there are these bookshelves are absolutely massive. So it look like I said it looks like they're twenty feet tall with multiple shelves with baskets lining them, and they go on for like a hundred feet, and there are twenty six of them. Everything is alphabetized. Um, Alice. Yes. Is there a way to uh, filter loot? Hmm. Normally. If it is in your inventory, you can sort it. These objects are not in your inventory. Thanks, Alice. Goodbye. Alrighty. That was Where, so where's, sad. The most, where's the most recent box? Um, is, well, is sorted you, by you may be lucky. And if I didn't do what I was supposed to, which normally I don't, I may not have sorted it yet. But hey, that's that's a positive. So you did do the right thing. You did the right thing. I did the right thing by doing the wrong thing. But the right thing. Go me.
3: Yes, go you. Go you.
0: um, If you actually just want to follow me, uh, hopefully Archibald's still asleep and not cranky, and we can get your stuff. Okay, well, well, let's go. Okay, uh, so she goes and she fires out her her little cord from her wrist and starts pulling herself forward. I'm going to motion forward to, to go forward. All right, so you start to lean forward and as you do, you hear tch, 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 and the gears are shifting and the platform, a little metal bar pops up behind you and you start moving forward. Uh, and eventually you are taken and you pass all of these various rows and shelves. And it looks like there are hundreds, if not thousands of boxes down each and every row I, stuffed to the brim with stuff. I make a note to myself that Daniel would like all this stuff probably true all these materials so okay. if you follow me right down this way we're gonna get to the box of unsorted uh and you'll see it is right step and she stops very abruptly um i'm gonna stop all right and it's time to go down 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 down. and you and i'm a squat eventually make your way down and there's a little cut out into the wall this entire room seemed dark dungey. everything's made of cement in contrast to the marble upstairs the over lighting was a harsh white light that barely even reaches to the to the bottom floor and in this perfectly concrete cubic room there is a vague cutout uh just kind of jutted in the side towards the back corner left corner of the room okay. and the only thing really separating it from the rest of the room is some shabby tattered red drapes which she pushes away and then in on the inside you notice that it is slightly more well lit and looks like a cozy yet disgruntled room there are cushions and tables and a little torch just kind of lying about right now which is illuminating everything um, oh sweet this is a cool setup oh well this is uh this is my room and this is where i normally try and get all my work done don't mind the papers and Wait, she kind of scoops them here up to- Yeah. How long have you been working here? Uh, carry the one, divide by two, cross multiply, don't forget to foil. I forget, but I think it's been less than a year. That's, okay, all right. (laughs) Nice. Uh, That's really cool that, that, like, you're, you're working here. Like, this is a big, this is probably a big job. And you invented all these things. That's crazy. Uh, No. Is there a is there a second part to that statement? Oh yes. Is that the second part? No. <laughs> Moving on. Where can we find my stuff? Oh, hopefully it's in this basket right over here. Um, I oh um. One second thought. I forgot the basket was too small basket was too small. Yeah. It um, usually is. It normally, it really normally yeah. is. And she lifts what's, seen, so you see next to her desk is a small basket of various metal trinkets and scraps and things here and there and, and some kind of like crumpled paperwork. That's what I normally keep it in. Uh, and you see it's like a, a two by two cubic basket. Not overly large, Uh, but behind it, there is uh, what seems like one of those uh, metal storage doors, which she grabs the handle and lifts up, and you just hear the of the metal sliding up the rack. There it is. And she points, and it is what looks like a dumpster filled to the brim with just garbage and scraps. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Your step's in there. I am 73% sure. That I'll take those chances. Okay. Yeah. It's more likely that I forgot to put it away than I didn't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I'm going to go to the, I, I mean, I'm going to go to the dumpster and check out my, f- find my clothes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. You have you have fun with the metal storage bin? Yeah. I will. Finger guns, finger guns. I'm going to finger guns. Oh, what is that? Oh, 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 no, 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 it's just, uh, it's just like, uh, you know, you know, like, good luck to you, you know, like, like, like how you doing kind of, kind of thing, you know, uh, just ignore that, I'm sorry, I'm gonna, <laughs> my bad, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the, to the dumpster. Okay, and, and she's allowing you to go and do so, and you are sifting through this rubbish, roll a perception check. 20. Eventually, you are able to find everything you had on you previously. But on top of that, you are finding a lot of weird things. Cans with metallic rods attached to them. It looks like a three-year-old tried to make a pig, but you have no idea what it would do. But it has a little curly tail nonetheless. You see a bunch of springs, cogs, gears. You see what looks like a robotic arm, almost holding a really long, sharp blade up at the base of the arm, which would you would assume be the shoulder. There are straps on it. Uh, You also see that there seems to be just like a giant bowl in there, which is encased in metal uh, and has canisters attached to it and various other gadgets and gizmos that could definitely be tinkered with. Well, okay. Hey, uh, hey, Melissa. Yeah? What are these? Like all this stuff and Oh, those things, rejects. Rejects of what? Are they your inventions? No. Do you not want to call them your inventions? No, they're just not mine. Oh, okay, okay. They okay. are someone's, but they were declined by the Emporium. They're declined by the Emporium. These things look like they can actually do something. Check out this robotic arm. Oh, be careful with that. That's been known to decapitate the user twice. Okay, well, uh I'm going to add that to my inventory if you don't mind. Uh you feel free to take it with you. In fact, can I can I add any of these to my inventory if it's okay with you? Uh if you can carry it, feel free. Oh, I got a lot of space. So yeah. I mean you look kind of scrawny to me. Uh, I mean (laughs) if you (laughs) uh little little do you know. I'm I'm very strong. I am very strong. I, I am some may say the strongest man alive, actually. If you needed a spatium box, I can probably find one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be, That'd be pretty down, yeah.
2: You're just going to accept that it, she said some random kind of box? Yeah, You're yeah. not going to question it? What
0: kind of box does a spatium box do? Uh... Well, it has a 33% chance of exploding. Uh-huh. And? Uh, so occasionally they would use it, uh, to mine in the caves, uh... But it doesn't always do that. Uh, What it's supposed to be used for is it's supposed to be a storage device which expands. So it is uh, retracting and it is actually able to uh, molecularly compress all of the components inside. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Thank you. Who invented this? Uh, That one would be flipping through my notebook.
2: Didn't she say she doesn't know half these things?
0: Uh, that's why I have my notebook. Um, I'm I'm, I'm bad with names. I'm good with the inventions. I'm sorry. Give me a Let me guess. You made it. No, that would be Winston von Spatium. That that makes sense. And he made the Spatium box. All right. Well, can I try it out? Sure. Here you go. And she hands you this little, it looks like a three by three inch cube. Can I expand? How do I expand it? Oh, just press the button on the top. Okay. I press the button on the top. What happens? Don't do this to me. Stop it! <laughs> As you press the button on the top, <laughs> it glows red, and she says, "Oopsie!" <laughs> and she covers it with a metal dome, and just you hear a. Poof. It's okay. I have another one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and she hands you another one. Uh, well, she presses the button before handing it to you, and it glows red, and she just throws it out of the room. Okay, we have two. Uh, you sure this thing works? Um, apparently not today. So we're going to set that to the side. And Do you know what would make it work? Not exploding. Yeah, how do you stop that? I don't know. Okay, okay, good one, good one.
2: The thing is, for from Mohit, when you think about it, even if you took the box every time you opened it or used it, <laughs> yeah. it would almost it, it could destroy the items inside too. All, and you,
0: all I had to do was roll above, I mean below seventy three. I successfully rolled a seventy eight, a ninety one, and an eighty two, all three times. Nice, nice. Give me that luck. I want that luck. <laughs> okay, so uh I wouldn't recommend using the spadium box. Uh hopefully his son does better in math class than I did. Can I take the box? Can I take a box, not press the button? Oh, sure. I've got like a box of boxes. Okay. The reason is I have a friend, engineer. He's he's a very good friend of mine. I think I think you'd like him. I think you'd like him. But uh but you know, I I'm better. I'm a good Bible single option as well um and and uh yeah yeah I I he would love these love what the the boxes uh, oh oh yeah here he loves some. exploding things uh, and she hands you three spatium boxes like my brains he likes exploding my brains when he makes something we had that happen a couple of times yeah too. I'd imagine I'd imagine, that's got, why got, I'm yeah. the third trainee to the third tra- what happened to the last two you just said it their brains exploded from all the sheer knowledge from all there's the a lot sheer to know okay, there's yeah. a lot to know mostly useless information because no one's going to see this things again okay well anyways in my for my stuff do i find uh like like all my clothes and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah you find like, all your like, clothes i find my vest and you find and all that uh, everything jazz. you had on you previously but you also find uh various other clothes like a uh like a kind of grunged up uh tattered brown jacket you do find uh, some overalls, some jeans, some black boots in there. You find what looks like a protective worker's hat with a trap door on the top of it. Hmm. Worker's hat with a trap door on it. That's pretty sick, actually. I'll take that. What does that do? What does this do? I'm just don't to- tell me this does what I think it does. Oh, it doesn't explode. Are you going to pull a rabbit out of it? I don't think you could. You could maybe fit a rabbit in there, but it would probably die. Yeah, what does this do? Oh. Um, uh, I need you to cross your eyes while you're wearing it. Okay. Um, can, can you do that? I can't. I can't either. Okay. Yeah, that's probably one of the major defects and why it wasn't more popular. Um, if I focus really hard, let me try. And she puts it on and she tries and she's like, <laughs> and she crosses her eyes and um, the trapdoor opens up and a little tiny pickaxe comes out. Oh, that's genius. And it starts dinking up against the wall that she's near. That's brilliant. That's, that's pretty that's pretty. The famous. main problem was that people shouldn't put their heads near walls that can collapse. That's even though yeah. the thought process was that even if you did, you're wearing a protective helmet. That's a good idea. Okay. okay also, I understand. Like, also, yeah.
2: the vision problems caused by having to cross your <laughs> eyes
0: constantly. Oh, no. That's only to activate it. How do you make it stop then? Oh, you got to go outward. That's awful. <laughs> So you don't cross your eyes in, you, like, spread them out. All right. um, Or roll them in the back of your head. cross well, it. Can it I'm going to put all my clothes on and, 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 uh,
1: yeah. How do I look?
0: Like you're cold. But this is all I have. Grab a jacket. Which one? You have a jacket. Fine, I'll put this jacket on. But it's not fashionable. Fine, I'll do it. I'll put the brown jacket on. So you put on the brown fur jacket that Gregory got for you? Yes, I'll put on the brown fur jacket that Gregory got for me. All right, well, if that's all you needed, I think that's all your stuff. If it's not, have a nice day. You too. I'll be back probably at some point. Okay. Maybe. That's fine. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, My office hours. Hope to see you around town. My office hours are from now until I get fired. Or my brain explodes. So I should hopefully be working for the next two weeks. If you need anything, just ask from Allison. Okay, I hope you're safe. Just- and hopefully Archibald is not awake. Yes, yeah, he's scary. I think so. You haven't seen him yet. No, I've seen him, and I think he's scary. Oh, okay. I really don't want to know what he's like when he's awake. All right, I'm gonna leave. Okay, goodbye have a nice day. Bye. Bye. She waves you off. You exit through the red drapes, and you make your way back up to the platform, and it escalates and takes you back to the entrance. Mm-hmm. Or oh, we could <laughs> yeah, no, we, we 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 okay. skip over to the rest good. of everyone? Yeah. As you all...
1: Except for Elias, who's uh, unconscious still? Well
0: fortitude safe, because I kind of want you to be awake, though, make things more convenient, so I don't have to describe things, like, 19 times.
1: 17 plus 8? It's 25. Yeah. I knew that.
0: Uh, so whatever it is that they gave you must not have been very strong because it is literally a a minute and a half and you are groggily waking up, but you all noticed that you managed to traverse what was indicated to be about three miles with all of the trees being a bit of a blur and you were able to do so in just a matter of mere minutes, traveling the entire distance. You're getting a little motion sickness as the drug is wearing off and you are Ugh. coming to a slower pace, coasting as all of you are beginning to enter a cityscape.
1: Ooh, can I roll to see how well I'm dealing with that pain? Go for it.
0: Another fortitude. Partitude.
1: Oh, hang hey, yeah! My roll was actually good today! That's a 18 plus 8, so it's 26.
0: All right, uh, between that and the pain-killing, uh, sedative drugs that they gave you, you are feeling next to no pain, but you aren't quite sure if you're dreaming, because right now, when you look up, the sky is purple and there are flying boats.
1: Oh, why? How? Daniel? You're in my dream,
2: too? <gasps> wow! Daniel, I'm going to let you handle that. Everything's so pretty. So pretty. Just like snow. Snow scoots away from <laughs> Elias, <laughs> scoots closer to Wilson and directs Nichia to sit between her and Elias.
3: Wonderful. Daniel's thinking to herself, Chee, thanks. Much appreciated.
1: Are we to the castle yet?
3: No, you were given a sedative, so you're probably feeling the effects of coming off of it.
2: Well, no. This is dream. You're feeling the effects Oh, the Snow pokes her head around from Nuchia. No, Elias, we're not going to a castle.
1: Yes, we are. You're
2: going to a hospital.
1: No, you. We said we're going to castle to meet
2: the queen. You, uh, that, we, was, uh, that, was a, that was. That was. That was the last the, floor. That was. I'm no, going to meet the queen. That was when we were coming from overseas, a land far away. Oh, you saying I can't meet the queen? Uh... why we can later? she seems to be getting quite aggressive. <laughs> uh, if you
3: need, I can sedate her again.
2: Uh, preferably not. Heas is going to softly cry at the prospect of not meeting the queen again. Do they interpret that as you being in pain though?
0: Uh, and a man walks up and stabs you with a knife. <laughs> <name. laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no. Do you people? Can I just... roll to convince them that I'm fine? Huh? You started
2: crying, d- man.
1: D-
0: you were loopy, and he does not want to handle with that right now. I rolled for how much he cared about you. He neg crit. He does not care about you.
3: Do you people just like inject this stuff into anyone you don't particularly care about, or it is perfectly safe? I've been told. Oh, uh, that fills me with a great deal of confidence.
2: Is this the guy in the black?
0: Yes, this is the man in the black.
2: I look at the person in the white. Are you some sort of medical professional?
0: Yeah, I'm trained in the field of medicine to a degree. I know that that is a sedative and that um, you can't overdose on it.
2: Okay, do you know what ingredients are in it?
0: I didn't make it. Who do you think I am? I just know you just stab it in, and then you, you squeeze it, and then people go to sleep. And no one's died from it, and there haven't been any adverse side effects, so we keep using it.
2: All right. I. If sense... I was told
0: how it's made, then I would be able to recreate it myself. Mm. Don't you see how that's a problem?
2: No. that that That's uh, capitalism.
0: Um... I normally do capitalize my letters at the beginning of my sentence, but I don't know what my writing habits have to do with the situation.
2: Anyway. Did, Did we arrive?
0: You all are currently making your way towards the city, and as you do, you notice that the city that you are going towards seems to have, like I said previously, those massively tall, multiple hundred foot buildings and it seems almost as if the city itself is multi-layered. The entire city is, you see, has metal beams outstretching from it and seem to be connecting into the ground to support some of the massive structures. And as you get to it, you actually do come up to a a 45-degree incline, which the train coasts upwards from, and you see as if you're going to a higher level of the city, presumably the highest one as a matter of fact.
2: Well, since we are from overseas, out of town, you know, a long, long distance away, what can you, would you mind telling me a little bit about your city? Oh,
0: uh, sure. Um, Like
2: your uh, government and city life.
0: uh, Quite easily. Uh, Welcome. I am not a tour guide, but uh, basics, Uh, town, city, name, uh, Ereveldum. I think I said that before. I'm not quite sure. Anyways, I am part of the preservers. I am one of the individuals who gives out medical attention, uh, but I am only a field preserver, so I'm only trained in the basic first aids. Once you get to the actual hospital, you will have higher class preservers who have further trained in their medical capabilities. And if so needed, we will even call upon Dr. Erzen von Senguis. He is the top doctor of the Bureau of Preservation. Uh, With all that being said, you asked for politics. I mean, it really depends on what district you're going to be staying in. You'll have your local discerner if you have any issues. I would just go to them. Normally, unless it's not something really big, you wouldn't have to go to the high council. They're normally uh, dealing with more high scale uh, citywide political issues, food shortages, resource allocation, um, potential natural disaster threats, temperature crises, Things like that matter. Um, no, nothing that small individuals would have to worry about. Like, if you missed your paperwork, you wouldn't go to them. You would just go to your local discerners office and get everything filed out.
2: Ah, uh, I see. Um, so who's in charge of the whole city? The High Council. Who's on the High Council?
0: Uh, so right now, uh, as always, there are six high council members. All of them are previously well-established inventors uh, and were previous sitting discerners until they were granted and uh, the position that they are currently given. Uh, you have Benedict Donterra. Benedict Conterra. <laughs> uh, Benedict Donterra, uh, inventor. Of- I
2: almost wrote Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> Benedict. I actually started writing that.
0: Inventor of the terraformer. Uh-huh. Leopold von Amnis. Uh-huh. Inventor of the Amnis can. wait, the what? The Amnis can.
2: What's that? I am from out of town, sir. Oh,
0: the Amnis can is probably one of the best waste management devices ever. Every household now has an Amnis can. Um, that way we get rid of a standard waste pan where you would just throw it down to the street canal and it would kinda all have to drain out. Snow
2: looks at Daniel. It's a trash can. Literally just a trash can. It's a toilet. Oh, either way, it's a trash can of some kind. Of, of, of means, yeah.
0: It is a human (laughs) trash can. Uh, Jasper von Voltz, inventor of the voltmeter and the, uh, bulb. Uh, Vote bulbs are pretty universally used, uh, and he was a sitting discerner for about ten years. So uh-huh, uh-huh. Blanche la Orbis, uh, she is the inventor of. Well, she's actually the current sitting owner of Orbis Transport, which uses the Orbis channels in order to transport both individuals and small parcels over large distances. Uh huh. Beatrice la Ignis, um, she is actually one of the primary competitors of a lot of the air mechanics systems as she is attempting to use combustible fuel instead of compressed air in order to m- mobilize machines. And uh, Camille Lacimus she is one of the individuals who actually worked with the, oh goodness, um, I believe she was promoted recently. Uh, it was the sitting head of the civil order department, if I'm not mistaken, whose, name escapes me at the moment. Uh, I Like I said, she recently got elected for her um, Vasilium Retractor. She, I, I, like I said, I can't remember um, her name off the top of my head. But yeah, she worked on the Vasilium Retractor. So I mean, last name's gonna be Lay uh, Vasilium, but she doesn't really matter. But uh, Camille Lacimus uh, assisted her on work on that. And was also a sitting discerner for about 15 years.
2: Ah, well, interesting. So, yeah, that's about all I got. question was, I don't know about anybody else. So uh, what
0: happens when we get to this uh, Department of Medical Assistance? Well, you're going to get immediately processed and treated, and then your paperwork's going to be processed. And after your paperwork gets processed, the Inquisitors will come, and potentially you will have to have a meeting with the Department of Resource Acquisition.
2: Well, what kind of paperwork are we talking here?
0: Hmm? Um, your papers.
2: I make eye contact with Daniel, who I assume is… Si- I don't know why I assume he's sitting across, or…
3: Well, yeah, that's what it was.
2: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, our papers!
0: Oh, um, you, were travelers. Uh, you will have to get processed into the system. Uh, that way we have documentation on file, Uh, just in case of any goods and services in the instance in which the Inquisitors need to file under the Department of Resources.
2: Ah, I see. Well, uh, since we're out of town, we don't necessarily have your uh, form of currency, which I know we sort of discussed, uh, for methods of payment?
0: Right, that's perfectly understandable. We don't expect everyone who uh, comes here and to have that. In which instance uh, there are a couple of various routes you can go down, um, but all of that would be gone over at the Department of Resource Collection. So the Bureau of Collections would be able to handle all of that for you.
2: I see. All right. well, thank you very much for giving us this information, and we'll have to see where we can go with this.
0: (laughs) Alright, and with that, you are making your smooth transition into this locale uh, but it seems as if this train is moving right down uh, a main street splitting on either side you are stunned to see these multiple storied buildings on this multiple layered town fully functioning with what looks like sidewalks bustling with dozens of people and again automobiles of some sort. It is definitely some form of vehicular contraption, definitely on four wheels, and they are navigating these streets uh, throughout this bustling city. Much like your predecessor, Ash, you also notice these rather large tubes spanning um, also alongside the The city ways, Uh, some of the larger tubes, like I said, being around about 20 feet in diameter and the smaller ones being about two feet in diameter. And they're always going in a straight line from point A to point B. But the most startling of all of these things, because you all could foresee trains, sure, cars might as well. But the most startling of everything is that you see flying machines in the air.
2: Well, they're far more advanced than I was expecting.
3: Yeah, it's definitely a mix of 20th century, 20th, well, not 21st century, but definitely 20th and 19th century stuff all in this odd mishmash of things.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, it's still These got that. These people huh? are flying. Yes. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Yes. We know, Wilson.
3: I have eyeballs. That's I mean, when function. was the
0: airplane made? In like the 1930s? 1907. Uh, uh, yeah.
2: Close enough. I mean, they're
0: doing it casually.
2: I mean... Yes. But they still look like they're... Okay, listen, we're in a fantasy video game here, sir.
0: doesn't feel very fantasy to me.
3: Uh, okay, Wilson. Steampunk we, is fantasy. We've dealt with who knows how many different gods, death, you dealt with demons, and the thing you're surprised to see is flying contraptions. Yeah.
2: Heck, Elias can fly on her own with her, but not really magic. her own.
0: And magic doesn't make sense. This is science and science is supposed to make sense, but it looks really crazy.
2: Uh, okay. Okay. There was a whole, like, in uh, 1920s, I think. Was it the 1920s? When was Around the World the book written?
3: Uh, Around the uh, World in
2: 80 days.
0: Late 20s. I'm gonna look it up. Isn't that the Jules Verne? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, I think Late 20s.
2: Yeah. So I'm re- so Snow's referring to essentially the book and um, 1873. Jesus, Jeez, I was okay, off. We're, okay. We're so wrong. All right. But in the 18, in 1800s, there was the whole um, invention era. So I mean, it doesn't surprise me.
3: Yeah. It's just they got some different ideas going and probably the fact that physics don't need to abide by our rules as much.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know. Wilson discovered that those uh, physics and gravity work really well here.
0: That I did. Gravity. Still a thing.
2: Gravity's still a thing.
0: Meanwhile, uh, roll a perception check, please.
2: 29.
0: 20. Both of you can hear amidst everything a familiar person coughing, and you just hear
2: <laughs> Selena? Um, yeah. Are you okay? Um. Uh,
0: I'm not really used to all the, the fumes. I, I'm getting a little lightheaded.
2: Interesting. You would think that um, steam would actually be a cleaner source of...
3: Well, just because we think it's steam doesn't mean it actually is steam. There Uh, might be different things going on in there.
2: Yeah, that's Uh, true. Chemicals! Me me and
0: my family, uh, when I was younger, realized that I had a a respiratory disorder and uh, we had to move out to the countryside.
2: And that followed you into the game? Uh, I guess
0: so. Um, I've always been better out in nature. That's why I tended to play with the animals more so than the people. Hmm. Interesting. I haven't had an issue thus far because, I mean, there hasn't been such an output of various chemicals. It's been mostly fresh air.
2: Well, unfortunately, we don't really have much that we can help you with in that regard. What you could do possibly is use a wet cloth and cover your nose and your mouth and breathe.
3: Yeah, that may give you Damped, some Damn, not soaked.
2: You might drown yourself, but...
3: <laughs> <laughs> don't waterboard yourself. Yeah, that might give you some temporary relief, though.
2: Don't worry, I... My goal is still to find Den, because at least if we get out of this city, he might be able to help us find the
0: door out of this floor. And most of the way through your conversation, eventually the train does come to a gliding halt. Once again, very smooth, very quick, and you just hear the output of steam. And as the train seems to stop. All right, well, we're here, everyone unload. Uh, We'll get you all registered, all of you processed, and uh, you should be good to go. Hopefully, uh, you'll be able to to get in in and out as quickly as possible and go on your way and hopefully enjoy your stay. Uh, So follow me right this way.
2: Uh, All right. Snow is falling after, holding on to Nichia's fur. Okay.
0: And Ash, roll a perception check. 18. As you are walking out of the archives, you actually notice it looks like your guild is about to enter the Department of Medical Assistance. Oh my god. And I'm gonna I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run. Snow. 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 Oh, snow, snow, it's Ash. Oh. Snow.
2: Wilson! Uh, are, Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> I'm so I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you're okay, but is everything all right? Why are you crying?
0: I was surprised. Roll a perception check for the... Alayus would be waking up groggily once again. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing you will see is Ash's beautiful face. For yeah. Beautiful face, mind you. Roll a perception check. Oh, me? Yeah, you. Of course she rolled low.
2: That's still 21.
0: Oh, okay, never mind. All right, <laughs> 20.
2: Yeah, no. Mine is twenty.
0: So all of you are able to see that while Ash is indeed alive and well, there's something going on around his okay, neck.
2: Okay, guys, you're not gonna it believe it. Looks
0: like there are almost metallic ridges and a thin film on either side of his neck where his supposed gills have been all along. <gasps> oh my God, guys, guys! Uh, I have a surprise for you. I have a surprise for you. Did
2: well, you. I can s- breathe. I oh. thought you could breathe. Normally anyway. Yeah, normally,
0: but like, I can breathe really, really well. No. Like, I don't know if I can breathe underwater. water. I haven't tried it yet. Maybe oh. they took out my gills. I have no idea. Since when could you breathe underwater? The whole time. Remember that one time? No. When we had to like swim as deep as we can or something. No, I really don't. And when we lost all our senses, do you don't remember that? No, we I nearly really. Died. Oh yeah, I remember you don't that. Remember yeah, yeah. The I, of Alani. I just, I just swam it, no problem. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't
2: remember him not bre- him being able to breathe. But... I mean, that's fair. You couldn't because you weren't there. Exactly.
0: You weren't there. Okay. Daniel was there though. I was Daniel there. What? Daniel remembers the pain. It was. We fun. were all there. We were just in our different trial kind of things. Oh yeah. Well, I swam through that no problem. I'm.
2: I'm pretty sure you didn't. I think we all. It took away all of our senses. It took away
0: all of our senses. But still, I could swim pretty easily. Like I wasn't like gasping for air. I
2: didn't think Undines could breathe underwater because I didn't think. I thought that was Merfolk only. I Who have, knows? I, I mean, have gills. Apparent, apparently,
0: whole, he has gills.
2: Who am I, I to argue with I've him? Been breathing I thought underwater. that was a cosmetic upgrade he paid for. Honestly, why would I pay
0: for gills? <laughs> Good question.
2: Why would you pay to be a fishman?
0: Also a so good I question. So I could breathe
2: underwater. Why not? That's the whole point. My
0: whole character is that is that I, I liked um, swimming until I wasn't able to. And so um, I got gills so I could breathe um, underwater. Yeah.
2: Yes, Selena? Her
0: leg's still broken.
2: Yeah. We Indeed. should get
0: should we should we get inside? Oh yes, yeah. we should.
2: Fun fact,
1: during all of this, Elias is groggily waking up and uh as seeing Sal is the first thing. Seeing as she woken up, she thinks she is in a nightmare instead of a pleasant dream as before and currently is a little bit distraught.
0: Elias, Elias, guess oh. what? Guess what? Guess Hello. what? I don't have gills oh. I, I mean, no. I, it looks like I He's do. He's saying
2: the same things over and over again. If she's no. hallucinating this bad, we might need to stop getting sedator again. Oh, my
0: gosh. What's up with Steve her? Again. Right. What happened to her?
3: I don't know about all Jesus of Jesus Christ,
0: what happened to her leg?
3: Uh, a rock. Did
0: that much damage? It yeah. was a boulder. Really? So that thing really hit. Oh, my God. I don't know why I wasn't more concerned. This is awful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, you two don't really get along
0: all yeah, right. but that doesn't mean I'm going to say that she should die. Let's get her some help. Come that's, on. What that's are you, a huge jump. What, what am I standing here for? Go inside. Go inside. I'll come with you. I'll show you guys around. Come on. Come on. I don't Why? trust you for navigating this. Yeah, no. <laughs> <Why>? I'll <laughs> Whatever. follow Wilson wherever he goes. By the way, Daniel, alongside with them, you do see the unfamiliar face of a rather tall, well-built, built, muscular man with uh, black hair, who's currently holding the stretcher that Elias is on. Wilson, when you said Clyde changed a lot. What? I didn't think that's what you meant, man. Like, no, I, that, that's that's no, not that's Clyde. why. I think Clyde? that's a sign.
2: That's an NPC. Look. <laughs> oh, my bad.
0: Okay. Yeah. I
2: swear they say NPC somewhere on them.
0: <laughs> you get so engrossed in this thing because it's, you know, your life. And so you. I feel work. like you
2: turned off your NPC vision just to be immersed. Yeah. LA is looking in two different oh. directions at once. Wah, wah, why is there dogs everywhere? Wah, wah, Are her eyes like going wah. to either side of her? Head? Yeah, pretty much.
0: <laughs> we should get her inside. I don't want her to go into shock.
3: I will go and pick up the other side of the stretcher and help. Wilson's ke- carrying it. Oh, okay.
2: No, I am not a fan of electrocution. Wait, why isn't the guy in the white coat carrying part of <laughs> it? I don't understand. He's an a-hole. He is an, if he's an EMT, basically. He is
0: assisting other
2: people off the trains. Yeah, we weren't the only ones that got injured, Snow. My gosh, I'm so confused. Everyone,
0: make your way inside. Right up the stairs, right up the stairs. We'll get you processed. Just go straight back into your left to the emergency room. Hey, Doug, what's up? Who are you referring to right now? I don't even know. Uh, the, 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 uh, the, the guy in a white coat. Uh, so are oh, you oh, I don't recognize this guy from the hospital? Okay, never mind. No, take you that, don't, take you that don't out. recognize this person Ignore that. All. Ignore that. He names
1: him
2: Jim, Jim, and Jimbo
0: respectively. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So all of you, do you go to move up the stairs?
2: I assume that is what we are doing.
0: Right. Yep. Walking up these... White, this white staircase with a, a metal bar running right down the middle of it, eventually you are greeted by multiple sets of glass double doors, which you can push to enter. And the entirety of this large, spacious area is floor-to-ceiling glass windows in a wonderful arch. And you see the same sight that Sal saw previously, with the uh, multitudes of light blue chairs lining both sides, but on the center of the right-hand side, there does seem like there's a desk. And you hear a typewriter going,
2: Uh, excuse us? Where do we take the bodily injured? Oh, oh, right, right, right over here. Don't, um,
0: Agnes will process you later. Just right up here to the left first hall.
2: Um,
1: can Aleas, uh, I don't know if she'd be cognitive enough to do this, but put her weapons in her inventory
2: so that they can't be taken? Is that possible? To inventory the weapons? Wait, yes, it's possible. Duh. Why would your character think to do that, though?
1: Uh, because when you go to a hospital, they take your stuff? Aren't you, like, high? Yeah. And Elias likes her guns. If she thinks somebody's going to take them from her...
0: Okay, you can put specifically your guns in your inventory. Okay. All right, that's fine. With that, they are being escorted back into a what has been presumed to be an emergency room down the left-hand corridor. And once uh, a number of you individuals get far enough in, you are actually blocked by other individuals in white coats who insist on taking those who are injured with them and that you guys cannot go back any further past this point.
1: Uh, are they carrying me away from my group?
0: So even Sebastian has moved out of the way, seeing as he views this as procedural, and he has handed off the, his part of the cot to one of the individuals in white coats.
2: No, 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 don't leave me. Wait a second. Isn't this the second time you're being taken off to be no, operated no. on? No. It's like no. Zana, and now <laughs> When did you
1: happen to Zana
0: again?
2: Dr. Valentine. Dr. Valentine. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, oh I thought you were also referring to when she had to have an exorcism.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <that>. In <laughs> Castle Rimidol, and you were taken to the basement because you jumped into effectively a Lazarus pit <laughs> and went insane.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh,
0: yeah, that was
3: funny.
1: Why is this that. consistent <laughs> across the character? <laughs> if a character is played by RL, they're going into the infirmary. <laughs> Multiple,
2: Multiple times. times.
1: It's um, to reflect my real life from me going to the ER so many
2: times. Uh, what? All right, we're going to skip that. Okay, so Snow looks at Wilson. I guess we just hand okay. her off. Okay. So, Elias no, if there's a problem, no, don't leave me just no. message us. No. We'll, we'll no. come and get you. These scary inmigles.
0: And, and as you start to hyperventilate and get a a little bit more anxious, uh you are once again <laughs> no, sedated. Not this Shh. Don't, don't, don't worry, we'll take care of everything from here. And he just calmly waves.
2: Let me see your medical license. They look at the.
1: How many freaking. You just times carry that
0: around, apparently. Do we
2: have to sedate her. What
1: the a hell is she A Natural fortitude.
0: Made? This is supposed to knock someone out for hours. <laughs> um, And uh, meanwhile, while all of this is going on, um, Snow and Daniel. Snow, Daniel, and Sal actually roll a perception check for me.
2: 20, 25.
0: 13. 19. Daniel and. Ash, do not see this, but out of the corner of your eye, Snow, you do catch that it seems as if selena collapses and is currently being carried by one of the men in white coats.
2: Snow runs over. Excuse me. What are you doing with her?
0: Oh, um, she collapsed uh, here. Uh, she's probably going her. to need medical attention. No, I will take we're, her. You're in the facility. The the no, medical. Assi-
2: I'm sorry. Uh, I am her guardian, and I refuse the service.
0: All right. Uh, by all means, um, I'm just letting informing you that she has been uh, having uh, respiratory issues. You should probably get that checked at.
2: That's that's fine. Let me can I roll a heel check on her? Sure. Um, it's not that good. Uh, can I request a stethoscope from them as well? You can. It's an 11 for heel.
0: Uh, you can tell that she is currently unconscious, but uh, still breathing. Can I come over but and it does seem strained? Can I come over and do my own heel check? Sure. Twenty nine on heel track. Uh, you know that she is unconscious, is straining to breathe. It seems as if um, well, what would be similar to having like an asthmatic attack? How would you how would you describe that?
2: Um, sorry, you talking about wheezing? Are you talking about bronchi? Are you talking so? So typical symptoms of somebody who is having an asthma attack would be, uh, wheezing, possibly gasping for air, persistent coughing that doesn't stop.
0: So you can hear that her breathing pattern is abnormal and strained and she is uh, having a faint wheezing about her. She is unconscious, but she is still alive. But more noticeably, uh, you also notice that there does seem to be a small hole on the right side of her neck that Snow did not see.
3: It sounds like she's having a really bad... I noticed the hole in her neck.
0: It's possible if she was... Stung by a creature, she could be going into an anaphylactic shock if she has any allergies. Do you, any of you know?
2: She wasn't stung by anything. Yeah, why? Somebody did this to her.
0: I, I was unaware of anything going on, madam. If so, I, I, maybe perhaps during the rock slide, if she got nicked by something.
2: Sense mode of that. Sure. She would have mentioned something.
0: With all the adrenaline going on, it's quite possible maybe even a fragment of the explosion. Was able to pierce into her, which could be very problematic. We would we would need to surgically extract it.
2: Can I? How big is the hole? Can I look at it this time? Sure. My sense motor was a fifteen, by the way.
0: Um, you. It does not appear as if he is lying. He genuinely believes something did strike her in the neck. Can I
3: roll a sense motor
2: Daniel, if it's something that stung her, do you have cure poison or move poison?
3: Yeah, I do. So I will cast cure poison on.
0: There's neutralized poison. Okay, go ahead, roll. Nat, crit. Nice. So as you do, she seems to almost immediately respond and wake up, and she seems startled and uh, a little on edge right now. She's still wheezing and gasping, and it does look like uh, she is in shock right now. Hold on, hold on.
2: (laughs) Slow down the breathing. Focus on the chest. Deep breath, slow. Is there any garden or plants around here?
0: uh not that i am uh, aware of uh, i it, like i said if you wanted we can treat her here i wouldn't recommend that she be discharged but if you insist we we cannot hold you
2: snow just gla- like leers at him you don't have any plants no ficuses or anything <laughs> no ficuses
0: not in any Fikai. not in any large um concentration nowhere around here uh there there isn't um unless you were to take her to the board of education's garden
2: what about a steam bath? Uh,
0: again, we could take her into the back and we can treat her. We would, you would have access to a, a sauna, steam bath, a heating chambers, everything you would need in there.
2: Selena, what do you want to do?
0: Uh, she seems panicked and unable to even talk properly or respond.
2: Okay, if she's that panicked, then she needs to be treated, period. Um,
0: so, uh, it, it seems as if Sebastian uh, speaks up and whispers to you. I wouldn't recommend. Uh, I think it may just be best that we move out of the city. She wasn't seeming to have any issues until we, we got into a more dense area. I agree. I think we would be fine if we were discharged. All right. If you are her caretaker.
2: Uh, Snow will then refuse the service. I'll, we'll take care of her. Thank you for your concern. Crap, what are we going to do about Lais?
0: <laughs> all right. So you <laughs> all are turned around and sent out of the emergency room.
2: GM. Yep.
1: <laughs> GM. Yeah. Yeah. What? What does happen to Elias? Oh, we're going to find out. She's had three <laughs> doses of sedatives.
0: They are considering getting out the horse tranquil- tranquilizer <laughs> at this point.
1: Kidding me? A highly potent
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: horse tranquilizer. All right, so
0: are you all going to attempt to walk Selena out of the building? All right, wonderful. Yeah. So as you are all walking out, as you're passing the receptionist desk... um. You hear a voice, uh, chirp up. Sow, sow, Agnes. Why was that so angry? Oh, there you are. All right. If you could please come this way. We have a precursory inspection to follow up on. Likewise, we need to establish some more of your paperwork. Okay, okay Agnes. Do you need a... a would you like a healing... Uh, no, she wouldn't call it that. Um, let me see. Uh, I'm good, Agnes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, let's go. <laughs> are you sure? Oh, I'm glad your throat cleared up. That can be quite a doozy. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. I'm going to lean over to Snow and ask, Should I go
0: with him just so he doesn't sign no.
3: his like soul or hand away or
0: something? Uh, and like yes. she motions and you are being escorted by another individual on in a white this? coat is my squire, Agnes. Um, <laughs> he will accompany me on this journey. I cannot go anywhere without him, okay? Uh, Agnes looks at you. Are uh, you a blood relation? Yes. Yes, he is. And she squints her eyes. I know it's hard to tell. And she picks up glasses that are laying on her chest because she has like those old-fashioned glasses on a chain that hang around her neck and she picks them up and she squints at you.
2: Second cousin thrice removed. hmm
0: We're distant relatives, but we are relatives. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. You can follow him back, and they'll allow you to have a cursory read of any paperwork, but you won't be allowed into any of the medical stations just for cross-contamination purposes. Perfectly understandable. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Come along now, Squire. Daniel, Dan- you
2: can beat him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Fuck. Daniel. Daniel is thinking to himself. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I am going Daniel. to use create desperate weapon at some point on this man, <laughs> and, I'm, and going I'm going to, to summon gr- musical instrument. And uh, no, he's saying. just thinking this. He's not uh, actively doing it. <laughs> he desperately wants to, but he knows that won't end well. All right, Daniel. I I, I lean over Daniel. Just go with it, she'll
0: fall for it. I don't want to make you my squire.
3: Daniel is not going to respond in any meaningful way to that.
0: All right, follow Clarence here. I'll escort you back to the operation rooms where you're going to be having your precursory assessment. Okay, let's go. And you are escorted back the same way towards the emergency section uh, where Elias was just led and you pass through uh, a set of two white-cloaked figures as they nod to one another, and you are led back down this stark white hallway and the various rooms.
1: Jim? Yeah. Do I still have my leg, Jim?
0: Uh, it depends, so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, a, com- a complete break like that can be fixed. It's just going to take a while to fix.
0: It depends.
2: She gets a she... metal
0: leg. She gets a wooden peg. <laughs> uh,
2: I just got her commission. saw
0: it off and give her a peg leg.
2: <laughs> we just finished her commission. Also, where was the break? We
1: say the bone was is like the the shin femur type place. It was
0: around your your tibia, so your both your tibia and your fibia, so your entire l- lower leg, um, was broken horizontally across.
1: That's what you get for a negative crit.
0: In the middle of a rock slide. So that was my negative crit and succeeded by your negative crit. That's that's pretty bad. That that was some bad luck. Anyway. But we'll get it fixed. Eventually, you uh, wake up, Elias. And you notice that there's no longer a pain in your lower left leg.
1: I look at my lower left leg. There
0: does seem to be some very severe bruising uh, and stitches. But other than that, there is no pain, and it feels a little numb, and it's very stiff and difficult to move. But you are currently laying on a metal, uh, basically metal table. Uh, you are you have a pillow un- underneath your head and a blanket on top of your lower waist.
2: Not her upper waist at all? Is she completely... Yes, she, okay, <laughs> okay. She, Does she have I, in a hospital gown? She, right? she has a hospital okay. gown on.
0: Much like uh, Ash found himself the other day, you are in an almost identical room with the stark white hospital lights hanging above overhead and the metal cabinets with glass doors containing various vials and uh, metal tables strewn about with various surgical implements and you even see uh, some of them are still bloodied and dirtied and laying about. Uh, And there is a nurse in the room as she is attempting to clean everything up. Ugh,
1: reminds me of science class. Elias immediately opens her, um, uh, player window to message Snow, I am Elias, Oh, Snow. I thought
3: you said, I am Elias. I know, like, me too. I, 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 indeed, you, you I are. I am
2: Elias, Elias. Uh, Snow responds, we had to get out of there. Selina passed out. Where are you? I don't know where we are.
0: You are
2: currently- Don't ask Snow where she is. That is the real You would be
0: able to tell that you are leaving- the main city. Uh, you had crossed those previous metal suspenders, which were attached and stabilizing the structure of the multi-tiered city. You have left and gone outside of that. Okay. So you would be, if anything, on the outskirts of the city, where it is much less densely populated.
1: Eh, ma'am, excuse me. Oh,
0: dearie, oh, so great to have you awake.
1: What can I do you for? What is
0: my sword. Oh, that I'm pretty sure uh, before the surgery and the operation mm. um, they did have to acquiesce all of your positions and they would probably be processed down at the archives.
1: Mm. I thought as much would happen.
0: That's why
1: I had my special Uh Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Uh, was there anything that we happened to miss?
1: No, you didn't miss anything. Alright,
0: wonderful. So all I need from you is to Sign this discharge waiver and acknowledgement form right here. You'll see a transcript of all of the procedures we had to undergo in order to fix everything. Uh, And then we just need you to sign and you'll be free to go gather your things.
1: Oh, I am not signing without a lawyer. I am not idiot.
0: Oh, absolutely not a problem. We can go ahead. Uh, Which district are you from? We can assign you your local
1: discerner. No, no, I read
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, I want a lawyer.
0: No, I'll read it myself.
1: Ellie, <laughs> LA, what what does it what does it read and entail?
0: Uh, so it would say. I, comma, and then there would be a blank space for one location for you to print your name, and it'd say, uh, I hereby acknowledge all services provided to me by the Bureau of Preservation under the Department of Medical Assistance. I acknowledge said services will be accounted for based off of the requirements deemed under the Department of Resources and Acquisitions. I also acknowledge that any given inquisitor may have a follow up routine with me in order to acquiesce in the case of any possible dilemmas. And then there is a follow up. So, and at the bottom of that, there's an X where it asks for your signature. And on the backside page, it gives a transcript and with a detailed line by line of everything that had to be undergone in order for your surgery.
1: What did they need to do? (laughs) So (laughs) 3X tranquilizer.
0: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, they had to sedate you a couple of times. Other than the sedation, you did undergo surgery. Uh, You did require a blood bag because you were running low on blood due to the bleeding. And what they ended up doing is recorrecting your bone. And because it was broken, they ended up actually putting in metal plates and rods, which is why it feels so stiff to you right now.
1: Mm, troublesome. Well, I will be on my way. She folds the paper and tries to walk out the door.
0: Oh, um, the, that, pardon that, me, the, dearie. That is an official document. Uh, I do need that before you leave. Tell
2: her you have to go to the bathroom.
1: I'm just saying. Uh, le- well, I actually need to pee, so oh, I will right, sign right, this. Right back like... that
0: way. And she points opposite of the door, which is clearly the exit where she came through, and there is a back door which seems to be leading into a smaller room. Uh, I… I do believe you are referring to the Amnes can, and it is in that room right back there.
1: Uh, yes… well, I'll just use the one in the lobby. Oh, there isn't. That is highly unprofessional and unhygienic.
0: Oh, I'm just saying there isn't one available out there for patients, because we don't want any possible cross-contaminations. Oh, These trust are sterile. Me, ma'am, restrooms. I have
1: no patience.
0: Oh, but you are one of ours. See, the problem is, is if you went into a public restroom facility, if you picked up any contagion and it got into your closed wound right now, if any contaminants or germs were able to get into it and that festered and caused any uh, severe reactions, that would cause liabilities and problems for this facility. So we would recommend you use the sterile restroom provided for you in the observation room.
1: Is there a door in the restroom?
0: There's a door leading to the restroom. Uh... Okay, from this room.
1: So it is a door that can be closed. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, she goes into the restroom.
0: Wonderful.
2: Closes can she the door. Walk? Hmm. Can she walk?
0: So you find yourself actually being able to walk, but your left leg is a little stiff. But you don't even notice any pain. It's stiff and rigid, a little hard to move, but it definitely feels firm. And as of right now, at least any pain has been numbed.
1: Please. Idiots complicate things. Oh, you need this health potion of magic. No need for metal in leg. No, I can't use magnets Probably.
0: Can't use what? Magnets. <laughs> magnets. You can just
2: put magnets Whenever on I your go leg. through the airport,
0: I'm going to set off the metal detector. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. So she goes into the
1: bathroom, closes the door, and takes out one of her great health potions and drinks it. You aren't missing any health. What?
0: You aren't missing any health.
1: Would it not heal the um the, the open wound, quote unquote?
0: It's it's closed. It's sewn. It's sewn shut and bandaged.
1: Hmm. Uh, I will perception the bathroom. Sure. Nice. Um, seventeen plus fifteen, thirty-two. I believe
0: there is uh, a toilet. Mm-hmm. In here a sink and a mirror, but everything else it is just a white concrete wall ventilation uh there is a small ventilation shaft, yes. would I be able
1: to fit in oh <laughs> my the God.
0: ventilation shaft is like six inches by one foot. Hmm. very small.
2: I have been misled. Listen, you're a spy. You could try to knock her out. And then be like, oh, yeah, I sign the papers if somebody stops you in the hallway. Elias, and be like, go back and check in the room. And then we, you run.
1: Without her proper gear and equipment, Elias isn't going to risk that. <gasps> My armor!
0: <laughs> Didn't put that in the inventory.
2: No, I did not. Your jacket, your coat that makes you fly. Hmm.
0: That's the armor that makes her fly.
2: Listen, you could have flown out the window. Ooh, swan dive. Uh, looking at her
1: inventory, she realizes she doesn't have much that would help. Uh, so reluctantly, she comes out of the bathroom.
0: All right, you come out of the bathroom.
1: And I will ask for a pen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she gives you one.
1: So just sign my name here. Right, right here. Sign it? Yes, on the line. She's very hesitant and extremely skeptical. She'll sign it. What does she sign? Hmm. Dean. Okay. <laughs> go, Barry. <laughs> sure. There you go. She takes it,
0: and it looks like uh, she takes the clipboard with your signature on it, and she puts it in a little stand outside the room.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I'm leaving now. Uh, where, where is my stuff? It is quite important. Oh, um,
0: all of that, like I said, uh, most all of it should be in the archives. Uh, if there was anything in particular that was a little bit more special, it may be under observation at the Emporium.
1: Mm. Well, that's kind of like, you know, kind of criminal. How so? Oh, we'll just take your stuff, knock you unconscious without your consent. Who? What is your name? Oh, my name's Edith. Well, Edith, how would you like to be stuck with a needle multiple times, making you uncomfortably unconscious and having all of your stuff stolen, waking up in the completely unfamiliar random place of which you have no control?
2: <laughs> I would like to speak with your
1: manager.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is entirely the vibe I was getting.
1: Hey, would you like that? What was your name? Edith. Edith. Ellen.
0: <laughs> oh well, uh, all the medical uh, associates from the preservers uh, would have deemed the tranquilization necessary, and it was probably due to the fact that you were in severe shock, pain, and this or trauma. All at the me, time. This is all about me, Ellen.
1: This If you. something
0: were to happen to me in that degree, I would probably want to be tranquilized. I would know where I'd be waking up because I know that I am in the Department of Medical uh, uh, Assistance in the Bureau of preservation ward, which is a wonderful thing, and all of my possessions would be nice and safely kept at the archive. Mm. I wouldn't have to worry about losing a thing. <laughs> nice and
1: safely kept.
0: Everything is Well, I will and be leaving now.
1: By... Uh, I will ask for directions to this archive.
0: Yep. If you just wanted to talk to Agnes at the front desk, I'm sure they'll be able to take care of everything there for you.
1: Good to know. She glares.
0: Alright. Have a pleasant day.
1: What do I see outside of the doors of the, um, again, operation room? Once again, um,
0: you see multiple other doors leading into what are presumably other operation rooms, seeing as the doors are of a identical style. The floor is the same white speckled tile, and there are white walls, white ceilings with, uh, very white lights. Everything is very bright, and it looks, like, very clean and sterile. Hmm. And there is faint music playing over an intercom system.
1: This is so creepy. Oh, man. I hate hospitals. One last thing. uh,
0: And she pops out of uh, the room immediately behind you. Yes? Uh, I was informed that you came in with another group of individuals. Uh, You wouldn't happen to be related to a Sal or a Danielle, would you?
1: I have relations with the men, Yes. (laughs) all right wonderful
0: if you wanted to meet up with them they're actually going to be in operating room a 11 that'll be right down your hall to the left if you just wanted to meet up with them at a later date you can head right down there to the right and that'll lead you to the main foyer
1: yeah i can talk to them whenever i need to so that won't be necessary all right wait why are they in operating room oh uh, if I do believe
0: correctly, Sal was brought back for further inspection just to make everything, make sure everything is in tip-top shape.
1: Yes, that is not something of which I have much concern. I am going to get my stuff. All right.
0: Have a great day.
1: I will not do what you
2: told me to. <laughs> it is raining. I will not have good day.
3: I will have
0: terrible day.
2: I will Thank have you. day of which I deserve. I will let the rain wash blood down leg.
1: All right.
0: So I guess you're making your way... Are they down? Do um, I
1: see, uh, 11 A11? Yes, you door? see, uh,
0: yes, it is down the hall to the left. You do see the door, A11, and outside of it, there is a blue chair in which Daniel is sat in.
1: I pass, Daniel?
0: No, because you are going to the right, not the left, unless you tell me you're going to the left. You said you wanted to go to the foyer. You see Daniel. You are coming out of a room. To your left, you see Daniel. To your right, which is the direction of the foyer, which is the direction that you would not be—that you would be going if you are not going to south.
1: She looks at Daniel. Messages. I see you with look the little cute. eye emojis.
0: Look cute. You get a message, Daniel.
3: I open the message. I read the message. I look down the hall and I wave.
1: Elias squares her arms and tilts her head upwards. What, <laughs> what is that pose? <laughs> It is a pose of, re- of recognition, acknowledgement, that all I imagine is <laughs> her are spreading her
2: legs through like a
1: crab. <laughs> I don't
2: know why. Basically. No,
3: I saw that too. I totally see that too.
1: And she looks you in the eyes and nods.
3: Daniel is going to give you a very confused look and ask,
2: what was that? acknowledgement. Y- you could have just waved. Unless that's her very unknown mating. She sticks out one arm, dance. sticks out the other arm, and does the wave. This is definitely a mating dance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I second this motion. I I just want Daniel to one-up that somehow.
1: Um, n- she, do- n- she does n- the arm wave thing. N-
0: no, no, no. I meant, like,
3: wave y- your hand. That this like,
1: supple bits. motion of wrist.
3: Then you typically do I'm this. I'm going to
1: retrieve all of my Holy, can- <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, both Elias and Daniel roll a perception check really quick for me. Uh,
1: 19. 39.
0: Uh, Daniel, because you are in a closer proximity to it and also rolled higher, you hear a very fast whirring. Something has a very high RPM rate right now, uh, and, uh, it seems like there are multiple gears churning and even, uh, a couple of release valves, uh, releasing steam at the current moment. Elias, you hear something suspicious, but it is hard to technically uh, depict exactly what it may be.
2: He's gonna die, guys. I'm gonna
0: die with style.
2: It's like it's like the dentist office. Oh gosh. Oh yeah. Are you concerned uh, about this, Daniel?
0: Yeah. Daniel oh, yeah. would definitely look concerned and stand up out of his chair and turn around and look through the door towards the operating room, which has a glass window pane in the square. Oh, of it. thank you. You okay. can see
1: it through. Alaya, seeing Daniel's concerned face, would walk over to him. All right, great. Daniel, what is what is wrong? I thought I thought uh, my uh, dancing movements were uh, acceptable. Uh, n-
3: no, there's just I, I'm going to lower my voice so the doctors inside mm-hmm. have no chance of hearing me. Uh, well, I heard some suspicious noises coming from in here, and I'm a ge- I'm a bit worried what they're doing. The Sal. Oh, as great. much of an oxymoron as that seems to be.
1: Like,
3: uh, like screams? Yeah, it's it sounds like the dentist
0: office, but, like, <laughs> from the 19th century. Both of you are kind of having this conversation as she's walking over and Daniel's standing up to turn around, and eventually both of you face forward and stare into this room, and I, in my mind, I imagine this shot where you guys are standing in this perfect white hallway. Oh, it's
3: from the back, and it, it zooms Well, in. no,
0: it's from the side. So it's getting a side profile of them, and all you can oh, see is the them staring in to... a door. Uh-huh. And then eventually the camera, like, pans around and comes in behind them. So it's standing o- staring over their shoulder through the window, and then eventually you get the same image that they d- are seeing. You both see multiple blue curtain dividers, uh, spaced kind of those tall standing ones that are used to divide room segments uh, kind of semi-circling around an operating table where there is currently an individual with a blue mask and goggles and above him is an interesting whirring contraption hanging sprawling from the ceiling with multiple arms and extensions with various tools hanging down from it some scalpels blades razors various different things and a tube and you can see that Sao is laying unconscious on a metal table with his entire chest cavity open.
1: That looks like a mortician's
0: office.
3: It looks like open heart surgery to me, and
1: have you uh, quickly have you been to a mortician?
3: Have you seen open heart surgery?
1: No, and but I've been to a mortician. As
0: a doctor is putting a tube and a scalpel into the chest cavity. You see the man with goggles quickly turn up towards the door and see you staring in and waves his hand and suddenly you hear shouting, Why would you leave that open? And a nurse quickly puts another barrier in front of the door. Y'all need to stop this man. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where we're ending this episode of Sword Art Online Hot.
2: All right. So thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Sword Art Online Odd. Oh my goodness, what a way to end an episode. Sal is on a table with his body just cut open like he is on a crime show and he has been the murdered suspect. I mean, uh, the victim the victim of murder. So guys, again, thank you so much. And also, if you want to support us, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and follow us on our social medias at RoleFound on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find us on Facebook at Missing Role Found. You can also go to our website, missing to get some merchandise where we have hats and shirts and stickers, among other things. And another way you can support us is going to our Patreon, where you can donate monthly and you get access to uh, early releases of episodes, as well as GM notes and maps that we make. So maybe you should consider doing that. Woo! And last but not least, make sure you guys check us out on our Discord. Come and join us where we sit down, we play games together, and we talk about the podcast. The link is in the description below for most of these things. And so, guys, that's it for now. We will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.